listening to Radio DePaul. Awarded Best Station in the Nation 2020. Kucevic makes the catch, kicks it. Oh my gosh. He's a gamer. Why are you looking at me, Mike? Because 35 Why? is young. A lot of us. <laughs> no, it isn't. No, it's not in the NBA. 15 for two. And Chicago is back up by one. Levine outside. Vucevic passes up. Welcome to November, everyone. It's almost Christmas. I should say it's almost Thanksgiving. But we're out of October, and we are in to the main stretch of the holidays. 
You're listening to Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection, and it's every day I have the blues, and it's your host with the most knowledge of blues music, Iliat Koryatha. That is me, Iliat Koryatha, and that was Chicago Breakdown, an instrumental boogie-woogie from Big Maceo Merriweather, a legendary boogie-woogie pianist straight out of Chicago. Born in Newman, sorry, Noonan, Noonan, Georgia, and moved to Chicago, active through the 1940s. He had a big hit called Worried Life Blues, but this was, uh, I figured it would be nice to kick it off with the instrumental. Also, with some Chicago Bulls highlights in the very beginning, I thought I had the, the Chicago feed, but I had the Boston feed, which is why those announcers sounded very dull with the Bulls taking uh, the lead against the Celtics, coming back from a 19-point deficit to go 6-1 and one on the season with the best record in the NBA. The Bulls are back, everyone. But I got a schedule. I got a list of songs. So we got to keep it going. And we're going to start it off with some album releases on this day, too. From the 1960s. The first of one, or of which, Disraeli Gears from Cream. Their second album from 1967, and it was their breakthrough. They released Fresh Cream in the, in the U.S. and U.K. Did pretty well in the U.K. It was fine in the U.S. But this was their big hit. Their big release to the world. Especially coming off the heels of the psychedelic revolution with Sgt. Pepper and, you know, the Beatles doing their thing, Jefferson Airplane, Grateful Dead, Hendrix, Janis Joplin. Cream followed Hendrix on the power trio formula to show that you only need three players to make a big sound, three instrumental uh, musicians. Eric Clapton, yuck. Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker. I'll be playing the big hit from uh, that album, uh, soon, but some other songs that entered into the pop culture stratosphere include Strange Brew, which was rearranged from Buddy Guy and Junior Wells's version of Lottie Mama, which that is a fact you now know, listeners. Tales of Brave Ulysses, uh, S W L A B R, or Slobber, if that's even an, a language. We're Going Wrong, and a cover of, of Arthur Reynolds' Outside Women Blues, which I've played on this show before. The second album is Creedence Clearwater Revival's William the Poor Boys, released two years later, from 67 to 1969. While the Beatles were infighting and the Stones were still reeling from the death of Brian Jones, you could argue that CCR was the hottest band in the world. In 1969 alone, they've released... Two albums by this point with massive number two hits. Not number one, number two. The band with the most number two hits in Billboard history. Those hits being Proud Mary from their Bio Country album and Bad Moon Rising from their Green River album, along with the title track Green River and plenty more. This was also after a headlining set at Woodstock that Fogarty... Uh, 
says no one saw because everyone was asleep, but I digress. And William the Poor Boys continued on their upward identity and featured two big songs, Down on the Corner and Fortunate Son, the latter being misidentified with conservatives as being very patriotic. It's not. But they did a cover, two covers of Lead Lead Belly songs. One of them is Cotton Fields. And I'll be playing the other, which is the Midnight Special, right after this one from Cream. Sunshine of Your Love, number four in the top 100 for Cream. Their only top 10 hit, or at least until White Room. Jack Bruce, take it away. It's getting me a dawn. Close the tired eyes I'll soon be with you, my love Give you my dull surprise I'll be with you, darling, soon I'll be with you when the stars start falling
change And I'll march you to the table You see the same old thing Ain't no food upon a table There's no fork up in the pan But you better not complain, boy You get in trouble with the man Let the midnight special Shine a light on me Let the midnight special Shine a light on me Let the midnight
That was the Midnight Special by Credence Clearwater Revival. Or as some people like to say, John Fogarty plus two other than his brother. Let's be real, John Fogarty is CCR. Although he didn't write this song, this was a, uh, a folk song that was famously covered by Lead Belly and one of Fogarty's biggest influences covered on Willie and the Poor Boys, released on this day in 1969. Continuing CCR's upward trend of hit after hit after hit. Before that was Sunshine of Your Love by Cream from across the pond of the United Kingdom. Hit the top 10 in 1968 as their album Disraeli Gears was released on this day in 1967. It was their breakthrough in America. Continuing on this trend, or I should say the schedule and list of stuff that I have, I want to talk about a specific musician that passed away on this day, Mississippi John Hurt. I've talked about him before. Uh, he is one of my favorite Delta Blues musicians. To me, he is up there with Robert Johnson and Sunhouse and Charlie Patton and all the other greats. And Mississippi John Hurt lived a very uh, traditional life for anyone from the South and the Jim Crow era, unfortunately. Uh, raised in Mississippi, taught himself how to play guitar, and he worked as a sharecropper. And uh, he would play his guitar at parties and dances with only him, with a finger, him and a finger-picking accompaniment of his guitar. He made a few records in the 20s, for many labels, especially uh, OK Records, which did a lot of Delta Blue stuff, but he, uh, he never found success, so he continued working as a sharecropper. However, by the late, uh, not late 1960s, late 1950s, early 1960s, there was a folk music revival where plenty of young people were looking and listening to all the hippest stuff going on in Greenwich Village in New York City. Some of it out in L.A. near Sunset Boulevard. And lo and behold, two blues enthusiasts located Hurt in Mississippi and persuaded him to move to Washington, D.C., where he recorded stuff for the Library of Congress and eventually revitalized his career. As many of his peers were rediscovered and subsequently invited to play on the university and coffee house circuit of folk musicians and acoustic blues musicians, many of which were the same age as him. And he passed away on this day in 1966 at the age of 73. Can you imagine now a 73-year-old performing for a bunch of young kids? Right now, back then, it would probably cost, what, $2 to go see them. But now, all the 73-year-olds are in these big uh, dad rock boomer bands that will charge you $400 for tickets at the United Center for nosebleed seats as they sing some song that got them millions of dollars in the late 1970s that's been played too many times on classic rock radio that leads every, every young person to go OK Boomer. I know the OK Boomer meme has been dead since 2019, but... It still rings true, okay? Still rings true. But anyway, 
That's Mississippi John Hurt. John Hurt, one of my favorites. And I'm going to play a song uh, that he widely covered called Make Me a Pallet on the Floor. Now, when I say pallet, I know we like to think of like a coloring pallet. Like, or like, you know, what, what's the pallet of the frame, of the colors? This is not painting class. In fact, the composer of the song, Jelly Roll Morton, said that pallet is really the 20th century equivalent to an air mattress. You know, just a bed on the floor. So that's what it is. No, with a, a bed with no bedposts. So here's the wonderful Mississippi John Hurt. 73 years old. Passed away in this day, 1966. He'd be over 120 nowadays. You're listening to Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Every day I have the blues with Elliot Corian. Make me down, pallet on your floor. Make me down. Make me a pallet down, soft and low. Make me a pallet on your floor Up the country, 40 miles I'm going to the country where the cold, sleet, and snow. I'm going up the country where the cold, sleet, and snow. I'm telling how much further I may go. Just make me down. Make me down. Make me a pallet down, soft and low. Make me a pallet on your floor I do just make me down 
Make me a pallet down soft and low. Make me a pallet on your floor. Make it, baby, close behind the door. Make it, baby, close behind the door. Make me a pallet close behind the door. Make it where your good man will never go. Oh, make me down. Make me down. Make me a pallet down on your floor. Make me a pallet on your floor.
Trunk, Taj Mahal, from 1968, from his seminal self-titled debut album, that had a huge influence on many of us, many aspiring musicians, including Dwayne Allman of the Allman Brothers Band, who would later cover Trunk's version of Statesboro Blues, since the Allman Brothers are from Georgia. You listen on the radio to Paul Chicago's College Connection. Song before that was Make Me a Pallet on Your Flow by Mississippi John Hurt, who passed away on this day in 1966. Thought I would do a nice little tribute to him. And I love him a lot. I love all of his music that he does. So rest in peace, Mississippi John Hurt, over 120 years old. Uh, he would have been 120 years old now, not today, but he passed away. On this day. Don't go anywhere, folks. Uh, we're going to pause for station identification and some ads. But when we come back, I'll tell you about a, a, store, a riot at a Fats Domino concert. And a birthday of one special music engineer. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, what's up, y'all? This is Jeremiah. What's up, this is Steve-O from Jackass. You're listening to Radio DePaul. Radio DePaul. Radio DePaul. Is Chicago's College Connection. The most dangerous trend on college campuses. The jewel. The vapor clouds of jewels on college campuses are prevalent everywhere. Small clouds of vapor rise to the heavens as students depart from the buildings. But it needs to be known, Jewel is not cool. Stay clear of the dangerous trend and be cool. This message brought to you by Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. I'm voting because I want to make sure that everyone feels welcome in our country. I vote because my parents can't. I vote because I really hate decisions being made without my input. 
I vote because I want to say in my future. I vote because I want my voice heard. I'm voting because the future of this city matters to me. I'm voting because everyone always talks about how bad things are. I want to make them better. I vote for the future. So, why do you vote? Tuesday, November 6th is midterm election day, and your vote is your voice. To find your polling place in Chicago, visit chicagoelections.com. This message was brought to you by Radio DePaul, Chicago's college connection. Sports fans rejoice! Radio DePaul Sports is your student voice for every sport under the sun. They've got shows about the MLB, NBA, NFL, W... Whoa, NCAA and WWE and so much more. Catch Sports Flash every day at 5 p.m. for a quick recap of the sports headlines or enjoy live game calls for DePaul Athletics with some of the best play-by-play and color commentary out there. Listen live from RadioDePaulSports.com or the Radio DePaul app. Radio DePaul Sports. Radio DePaul Sports. Not Sports. Sports. The student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. It's hard to keep track of everything going on in Chicago. That's why the reporters at 14 East work to tell the stories behind the hot topics and controversial issues circulating conversation. Every Friday, 14 East publishes stories ranging from arts and culture to news and politics. To read their most recent lineup, visit 14eastmag.com or follow them at 14eastmag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to keep up with what's happening in Chicago. 14 East Magazine, stories beyond the skyline. This message brought to you by 14 East and Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Yo, where's the beef? It's located at 2300 North Lincoln Avenue at Johnny's Beef and Euros. With classic Chicago fares like Italian beef, Euros, Chicago dogs, serious salads, and more, you are sure to satisfy your hunger. And if you're looking for a challenge, try taking on the Big Daddy. And go for it with a Big Daddy burger and a full serving of Johnny's famous chili fries. And if you complete the challenge in under 30 minutes, you could become a certified VIP And make sure to check out the Johnny's Beef and Euros app. Just text the word BEEF to 33733 to download. Again, that's BEEF to 33733 to download the app, and you will receive $2 off your first order of $15 or more. To find out more about the Big Daddy Challenge, along with the menu, visit north.johnnys-beef.com. This message is brought to you by Johnny's Beef, a proud sponsor of Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. Now, boys and girls, it's time again for, 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 for... There's only one radio station that connects you... Ooh, me? ...to DePaul University. I don't know. I just enjoy. Chicago. My kind of town. And the world. Yes, it's just because you're different somehow. It's Radio DePaul. You hear me? Hear me? Chicago's College Connection. Welcome back, everyone, to Everyday I Have the Blues with your host, Elliot Corrieth. I promise before the break that I'll tell a little story about a riot at a Fats Domino show. And your wish is my command. Well, really, my wish is my command because I was the one that put this in the schedule. Anyway, so it was on this day, 1956, that a riot broke out at a Fats Domino concert in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Now, remember, Fats Domino, 1956, rock and roll is starting to take hold of the charts. 
He and Chuck Berry are the only two African Americans that are really getting mainstream success. All of the great other blues musicians like Muddy Waters or Howlin' Wolf or Sonny Boy Williamson, they are all on the R&B charts, which at that time was strictly for African Americans. I know, this is how screwed up the music industry was back then. But Chuck Berry, uh, Fats Domino, and Bo Diddley to an extent all had mainstream success that crossed over to uh, Caucasian audiences. So a riot did break out in 1956, and the police did have to use tear gas to break up the crowd. And uh, D- Fats Domino uh, jumped out of a window <laughs> to avoid the melee. And if you've seen a picture of Fats Domino, it's like me jumping out of a window, if you know me in person. It's like me and my rather roundish body uh, jumping out, out of a window, like out of a moving car window, no doubt. <laughs> He and two other uh, band members uh, were slightly injured, but uh, no deaths were accounted for in this riot. So, uh, why did this riot occur? Well, according to his uh, biographer Rick Coleman, possibly and partly because of integrated audiences. Remember, this is 1956. Jim Crow is still in effect in the Deep South, North Carolina, Georgia. The Civil Rights Act is still eight years from being passed. In Congress so having the risk of integration integrated concerts was a big thing to do but also a big power move as well to show that you are for the people and by the people no matter your age religion gender color anything that's Domino just plays the music man but Coleman also mentioned that they had alcohol at these shows and if you've ever been to a concert and you see some unruly people you know they've probably had you know, one too many $10 Budweiser's. Or maybe at that at that time, like what, $3 Schlitz, maybe? If that's, did they drink Schlitz beer in the 1950s? I don't know. This is what my my dad tells me uh, of what his parents would drink <laughs> in the 1950s. Yeah, so Coleman basically said, you know, you mix alcohol, you mix uh, integ- integrated audiences and uh, violence does happen however uh later that or a year later fats domino appeared on the on the ed sullivan show with no disturbance whatsoever so let's hear it for the fat man fats domino his first big hit from 1949 one of the bass songs of the rock and roll formula Take it away, Fats.
don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing from the duke himself duke ellington featuring ivy anderson on the vocals i have to th- to acknowledge the women of music and of blues and of jazz because they are equally as important as men are so, listen man some of my favorite artists are women all right aretha franklin janice Joplin, grace slick from jefferson airplane Etta James, Coco Taylor, Big Mama Thornton. Incredible stuff, man. Incredible stuff. Ivy Anderson was the first full-time vocalist for the Duke Ellington Orchestra. And her career, over a decade, 
of touring with Ellington. And this was her first big hit with the Duke. She passed away in 1949 from a stroke, I believe. Or is it uh, not sourced? I don't think they said it was a, a stroke. They just said it, uh, they just, she just passed away, unfortunately. Rest in peace, Ivy Anderson. You are great. Rest in peace, Duke Ellington. Rest in peace, Mississippi John Hart. It's been a pretty dour, you know, low topic day. Or evening, I should say, for this show. But continuing on, just like every week, we got a birthday. Happy birthday to Rudy Van Gelder. Who, you might ask? Rudy Van Gelder was the man behind the console of some of your favorite jazz records. A Love Supreme, Saxophone Colossus, Maiden Voyage, Song for My Father. Rudy was the one making that. He was the one organizing the reverb and the echo and the microphones. That was him on all of those. He would have turned 97 today on this day. And he passed away in 2016. However, his work continues on with the litany of discog- of uh, albums he has worked on. From Miles Davis to Coltrane to Horace Silver to Herbie Hancock to Sonny Rollins, Lee Morgan, Wayne Shorter, Freddie Hubbard, Joe Henderson, Art Blakey, Thelonious Monk, and Grant Green. Etc., etc., etc. Even though he was living behind the console for a lot of those, some engineers don't think he was all that great. Some of uh, his piano work is still uh, doggy doo doo to some. And uh, Charles Mingus refused to record with him. So if you ever look at the on the back of all the Mingus records, the only he's never worked with Rudy Van Gelder. That's all right, though. So I figured, since I throw in a little bit of jazz every now and then, and since the blues are part of jazz and the jazz are part of the blues, let's do some tracks that Rudy Van Gelder has worked on, starting with one from Horace Silver from his great album, Horace Silver and the Jazz Messengers, which at, which you could, at that time, uh, the Jazz Messengers were like the, the minor leagues of jazz, and they always had a big league player with them, and Horace Silver was that, was that guy. He was that, he was that guy. He was not not that guy. <laughs> and he also worked alongside uh, plenty like of John Coltrane, most famously on A Love Supreme and a lot of the 50s stuff that Coltrane, outside of his accompaniment with Miles Davis. And even though Love Supreme is a bit more avant-garde, I'm not going to go towards that. That doesn't really have much playing the song which is Horace Silver 
Nope, you're not supposed to play yet, everyone. I'm a little bit more excited of everything. That was Bessie's Blues by the John Coltrane Quartet. Recorded in the 1950s. I don't really have the time right now to use my fingers and look up what exact year, exact year it was released. But think of the 1950s, late in the late 1950s. Song before that was Doodlin' by Horace Silver. Uh, both songs were recorded on albums that were engineered by the wonderful Rudy Van Gelder, who I'm blinking on what I was going to say. Oh, it's his, it was his birthday. That's what it was. It was his birthday today. Or it is his birthday. 97 years old. Passed away five years ago in 2016. Ennis Holman, Englewood Cliffs. Well, thank you once again for tuning in to Everyday I Have the Blues here on Radio DePaul, Chicago's College Connection. And I want to close this out because the Atlanta Braves have won the World Series and they are on their way to, or at least maybe now, remove the choker label of Atlanta sports. So I figured if they've won the World Series against all the odds, then we need to celebrate them at the end of the show. So why not? And there's plenty of great Georgia bands. R.E.M., the B-52s, Jason Isbell, Drive-By Truckers. But who on the Blues side that are big sports fans... Big Atlanta sports fans that I could play. Oh, I know. The Black Crows. Twice as hard from Shake Your Money Maker. 1990. The Braves won the World Series. Congrats. Been every day I have the blues with Elliot Corrieth. I'll see you next week, everyone. Rich Robinson. Play that guitar!
Radio DePaul. Well, as we say in the radio business, is Chicago's oh, yeah. college That's right. connection. 